All right. We're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we got another great show for you guys today. Uh, I think last show we left off with a little, uh, what do you want to call it? A, a bird seed? <laughs> is it, what, what is <laughs> Wait, a, a bird seed? Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't there a name for it? Like a little trail mix bit or something? Do you, what are we even? Do you really not know what I'm talking about? uh maybe so i mean the idiom at least that i'm familiar with is that we planted a seed in the last episode but there's something else that i'm thinking of and i'm just i I mean i don't know if you've ever tried to plant bird seed but (laughs) i'll just tell you right up front it doesn't grow into anything it slowly gets moldy oh oh do you know that from experience (laughs) No, but oh. it's 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 not preserved, so it, oh. it will eventually grow old. <laughs> well, so when I was a kid, I used to plant airheads in uh, our front lawn, and it was oh, always what? hoping that they'd grow into an airhead tree. <laughs> they never did. Oh, that's adorable. What did your parents think about you planting airheads? I'm not sure they knew. <laughs> so your mom is like digging up some roses and she just finds this like <laughs> ant covered oh, taffy but <laughs> yeah i only ever planted the green ones because i thought the green ones would grow <laughs> what about the red ones i ate those shit that shit god subject verb agreement tenses are hard wait so circling back did you also say planting trail mix well I didn't say planting trail mix. I said leaving some trail mix. There's definitely an (laughs) idiom that I just can't remember because I'm too busy kicking gift horses in the mouth and And rocking rocking the cradle. I was trying to remember, was it robbing the cradle or rocking the cradle? But robbing the cradle is the right one. Yes. (laughs) And looking a gift horse in the mouth is also the right one Mm -hmm. as opposed to my versions where I kick the horse and rock the baby. Kick the horse, rock the baby, and plant some bird seed. Plant some trail mix. <laughs> so back to our seed that I would like to blossom before 30 mm-hmm. minutes this episode. Uh, I think we were going to talk about how I met uh, my first girlfriend on a Buffy the Vampire <laughs> Slayer oh, fan yeah. fiction forum. Oh, so it was specifically a fan fiction forum. Yes. So this was before I actually discovered fanfiction.net, which is where I read most of my fanfiction these days, mm-hmm. until that becomes asianfanfics.com, which is slowly trans- transitioning now. Slowly? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was trying to give myself a little bit of credit. You know, they like to be modest in Korea, so I'm practicing. You're giving Mamamoo the credit here. Right. And that's got to earn us at least one get out of Mamamoo defamation free card. <laughs> But we don't ever need that because I'm not going to defame them. We were pretty close last time. Well, none of that was for real because I love my mama boo. So on this Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction forum, I was reading a fan fiction that, you know, to be honest, I don't know if she's ever going to listen to this podcast. Probably not. She's busy being a lawyer these days. I don't know if it was a good fan fiction. It may have been. It may not have been. It really doesn't strike me as something that I remember very well. But I do remember her, obviously, since we dated. And I think I reached out to her for a very embarrassing reason. What? <laughs> I don't even want to say this on the air, but I'm saying it. I, we gotta. I already told my stalking story, so it can't be much worse mm-hmm. than that. Anyway, my first 
crush in high school was a girl named Tori. And this girl on the forum also happened to be named Tori. And I thought, well, since I like this girl at school, I must also like this other girl that just happens to have the same name. Transitive crush. (laughs) Transitive crush. You know me and my math properties. (laughs) So um, I transited that crush right over to this girl and I... (laughs) messaged her and you know we actually hit it off and um unsurprisingly to me who couldn't imagine any other outcome and (laughs) we started e-dating i don't know what else to call it it was a long distance relationship um and we've actually to this day still never met Hmm. but um we had plans to meet in new york when i was going to visit the city she was going to drive up because the city is close to where she lives or closer to where she lives than to where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was going to drive up, but we ended up breaking up before that. So the meeting never happened. And there were a few times that she, at least one or two that I can remember when she came to Boston while we were in school to go to a Red Sox game. And we were talking slightly about meeting up and then it just never happened. Um, wow, I'd love I, to meet her. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about this story. Like, I, I don't think I ever knew this. I think I knew the name Tori. But I did not know about this e-date. This e-date. E-relationship. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be now. But yeah, I, I'd really love to know. Yeah, sure. I'm an open book. You know me. As you can see. <laughs> As evidenced by our first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and now this episode. We had a good relationship. I was just young and stupid. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we dated for, I think, three or four months. It was like constant IMing back in the AIM days of like, you know, I'd put stuff in my profile about... Like I'd put my song lyrics in italics and like I'd I'd outline her name with like the first letter of, <laughs> of every sentence and I'd leave my away oh messages my up like so that she would know I was thinking about her and I pine for the days of carefully crafted aim profiles and away messages. Those were some good times. Those were the best of times. And also the worst of times. <laughs> oh man. Honestly now I literally disable all formatting on my AIM. I, I do still use AIM. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I use it to talk with two friends, Brian and Kimberly. Oh. Which is a little weird because they also both use GChat. So it's not like they're just stuck using AIM. I think we're just all stuck using AIM with each other because that's <laughs> our routine. <laughs> <laughs> well that's fair you ended up being the only person that i really talked to on aim and when oh really well i mean towards the end obviously before that i talked to lots of people on aim mm-hmm. do you remember when we used to have collections of aim quotes in our facebook and myspace profiles yes mm-hmm. i think i still do <laughs> i have like a facebook note that's got a bunch of quotes yes i think that's true i'm gonna go we look. should definitely put some of those up in the show notes i'm looking right now i'm sure there's some great ones I'm pretty sure I'm in there. Oh, I know you're in there. That's why I'm looking it up. How the hell do you look at notes? They're so old. Like, uh, Yeah, like they've completely deprecated that feature now. Likes, events. Oh, here we go. Fave quotes. Okay, here's one that I see with you. Me. I'm going to flip a coin. You pick what heads and tails are. You. Heads. My last name is Hacker. And then both of us say at the same time, tails. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That is a direct reference to another quote, which is actually a quote of a quote from one of our very first YouTube videos when you were recording our league matches. And I went 
to go chase someone under a tower and I can be quoted saying, get him, get him, get him, get him. It's worth it. It's worth it. Woo! And then all of a sudden you hear an ally has been slain. And then I say, (laughs) that was not worth it. (laughs) So since then, it's worth it has been a catchphrase of both Steven and I's for anything that's really not very worth it. I love that that's persisted. Me too. (laughs) It's so perfect. (laughs) Because <laughs> it represents me perfectly. Yes. Just like balls to the wall going in. I am so sure that it's worth it. And then <laughs> I don't really care what it turns out to be. Because if it turns out to not be worth it, then it's just oh, not worth it. Right. Not like, oh, my life is in shambles now. In my memory of that league match, I remember you saying like, go for it, go for it, go for it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And then there was like a woo. Yep. That wasn't worth it. <laughs> the That kind of like. Uh, surprised whoop <laughs> that's what got me <laughs> like damn i didn't think that would happen we just chased you under the tower how did we start tanking turret hits but we all know that my uh, view of reality is a little augmented from the truth it's uh it's a selective focused yeah that's a nice way to put it i wonder if i've ever saved my aim quotes probably somewhere probably on my blog hmm. you have a blog Please tell me it's not one of those ones where people would talk about killing themselves. What were those called? <laughs> Zangas? Zanga. Live journal. Live journal. I actually had a did journal. <laughs> what is that? It was essentially a clone of live journal, rethemed, and you did not need to apply in order to create an account. So it was a little more open. And it happened that a bunch of my friends were on it already. It was a blogging platform. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I I should apologize for what I just said, because I didn't mean any disrespect to people who actually have depression or anything. But I just do remember Zanga being very like, I just remember a lot of emo posts of people that I feel like that was that was just how middle school was. Yep. You know, I'm sure they're doing that now. Oh, yeah. I I see people doing it now. And we're not we're not in middle school. I see people my age doing it now. Yeah. But it, it was the like that was that was the main medium you could communicate. So that's that's how you did it. You found a nice theme with lots of deep emo colors, a custom cursor, maybe some like snowflakes dropping from the screen, and you you typed your heart out. Those custom cursors. Makes me think of Neopets. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. And customizing your store <laughs> where all I sold were fuzzles, and potions. All I did at my store was play arbitrage with the trading market i would look for goods that were sold lower than the going rate purchase them Uh, and then sell them for a slightly higher price still under the going rate uh, (laughs) even even as a kid i was hustling uh, (laughs) thank you neopets for not having (laughs) a uh uh like a commission taken off the top of any sales so that this was possible. Yeah, that's true. It was much harder in WoW, where the, where you know, where the AH, as the kids in the know called it, <laughs> basically sliced off the the small profits. So you had to go for like the the, like the oddly underpriced goods. It was the in-game eBay experience. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's where I got my start. Yeah, yeah, Neopets. I spent a lot of time on that game, like a lot of time, yeah. and in fact, I ended up actually. This sucked. I was so upset when I did this. I don't even know how I did it, but I accidentally put my rainbow Blumaroo up for adoption. What is that? Is that a pet? Yeah, Blumaroo was a 
pet type. Huh. Okay. Yeah, so I put my Blummeroo up for adoption by accident, and I had put like thousands and thousands and thousands of Neo points worth of training into this thing. I forget oh, it was like the no. highest level that it could be. I had painted a rainbow, which should have been assigned to me um, early on, <laughs> but of course I didn't know until my mom dragged me out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up figuring out who adopted it because, of course, like the pets that are in the auction house are like unwanted pets, things that people yeah, don't want. That's what I remember. Yeah. So I'm sure whoever snatched mine up as fast as they could was like the happiest person ever. Like, damn, how did I get this? And I remember harassing the hell out of them, being like, I just put it up by accident. Give it back to me. Give it back. And I just sent the message after message after message. Wow. And they never gave it back. I don't blame them, but like Did they ever respond to you? Yeah, they were like, No, it's mine now, bitch. I mean wow. without the bitch, but like they were basically like, Mine now. It's mine now, poopy head. <laughs> Stinker face. <laughs> so I just remember like that was the worst day of my childhood. Oh uh, yeah, that I mean that's that's traumatic to, it was. to put that much effort into something only to see chance, a mistake, take it away. Yep. And to know that someone else could have fixed this for you. Yep. But they chose not to. That's harsh. You know, it was probably karma because this was back in the days where we didn't have high-speed internet at in our houses. You know, mm -hmm. you had to go to the library if you wanted to get high-speed internet where you didn't <laughs> have to wait for somebody to get off the phone to use the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would go to the, the library with one of my neighbors uh, from school and we would just go and his parents, I guess, would read books or do whatever adults did at the library. And we would sit there with his little brother and play Neopets for like hours and hours. So one day we went and we tried to get onto the computer and we noticed that whoever was playing Neopets before us didn't log out. So <laughs> So we totally raided their entire account and we traded everything oh that they God. owned to ourselves. We split up the like the fairies and the fuzzles and the code stones or whatever those things were. Everything that was valuable we sent it to ourselves. Jeez, so. You strip mined this poor kid's account. Yep. He came back. Maybe, you know, he told his mom that I know the library is closed, but I need to go online to check my Neopet. Like, my poor Pushinka is 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 going to be upset if I don't give it attention every four hours. He comes back, and the Pushinka's gone. All the Neopoints are gone. He sees in his history, Megan. <laughs> There's no history. <laughs> oh, oh, so it was just gone without a trace. Yep. Oh, wow. You, I'm not going to lie. You definitely decimated this kid's life. <laughs> I know. Like, this is, I would say this is maybe one step worse than accidentally putting it up for auction. This is literal theft. <laughs> like, I know, it's true. We felt wow. so bad. We were so worried that our parents were going to figure it out and, like, oh. beat the crap out of us. Like, they like they would perform regular Neopet audits of your accounts <laughs> and wonder and, and, and question you around the dinner, ta dinner table one day. Like, how did you happen to get so many Neopoints in such a short amount of time? I can see your normal Neopet trending is, this is just a huge spike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so can't really be too upset about that Blumaroo in retrospect. Probably deserved wow. it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those, Neopets is definitely one of those games that you can connect with people with because 
it was part of their childhood. Yep. I remember back before PAX, I was still a convention addict. And I went to the New York Licensing Expo at the Jacob Javits Center. And there were a lot of brands over there. Everything from like Happy, you know, Happy Bunny to... Which, of course, you loved. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, to Naruto, I think, or Dragon Ball Z. But Neopets was also there. And unlike a lot of the other booths where it was basically just business, like biz dev talks, Neopets actually brought over like a suite of five computers that were logged into Neopets or like a, a, a version of Neopets where you could just play one of their games. And they encouraged people to come to these stations, play the games, and if they beat a high like beat some thre high threshold of a score, they would give you a free Neopets plushie. Oh. Sort of like beanie baby size. Yeah. Maybe a little bigger. So I don't think I was actively playing Neopets at the time, but it, it was still a, a strong memory for me. And so I was definitely up for this activity. Uh, now keep in mind that this licensing expo was not an event where high schoolers were meant to just come and go. <laughs> Uh, or like college kids were just meant to like attend. This was supposed to be for businessmen. <laughs> <laughs> Adult businessmen to conduct business meetings about how to bring these brands and tie them to their products. Products that they manage for their real life companies. <laughs> Whereas my friends and I were just treating it as my dream for conventions now, which is going to a big convention, seeing lots of recognizable brands and getting a lot of free stuff. Ugh. So I went to this Neopets booth, I played their game, and I absolutely demolished these high scores. <laughs> it was not even fair. Because these high scores were calibrated to people who didn't play games. Right. They needed to be, like, somewhat ach achievable. So I literally farmed this station. <laughs> I would go on the game, and I played a, uh, a sort of, like, dodge the things coming at you game, where you would dodge ice cream being shot at you i never actually played that game but... why the hell would you dodge it i would just catch it with my mouth <laughs> you're on a diet i don't know no Neopets <laughs> are never on a diet they eat omelets all the time yeah i was gonna say because <laughs> it's free <laughs> wow even in neopets steven <laughs> so i would i i basically just sat at this game for as long as they would let me and just collected free plushie after free plushie. I don't know why they didn't stop me or tell me that it was one per person. That didn't even cross my mind that they would limit me. I just kept playing. How old were you? I want to say this was the first year of college. Okay, 18. Yeah, but it may have been the, the last year of high school, so 17, mm -hmm. 18, 17, that, that age. That, that time frame, okay. Mm -hmm. So you didn't even um, think about them limiting you. I didn't even think about them limiting me. I just kept playing and kept winning and kept getting plushies. I don't know why I stopped. It may have been when there was a guy who would check my score and give me a plushie. He would come over and he wasn't rude to me at all. But he would say, oh, you know, why, why, why is your Neopet hanging out at the top of the screen? Uh, you know, isn't it more fun if you uh, move around and like zip in and out of the, the ice cream scoops as they're flying down toward you? And I remember thinking, no, that's like an awful idea. Like clearly the optimal strategy is to wait at the back 
so that you have the most time to plot a course between all these ice cream scoops. And so I, I was like, no, no, thanks. I'm okay. And that, that shows you the difference between my, my inner monologue and what I actually say. And then I'm sure like three plushies later, after I've literally collected every type of Neopit plushie, I'm sure there are at least six different types. He just comes back to me. And as he's handing me that last plushie, he just says, you're a gamer, aren't you? <laughs> and I just smile, pocket that last Neopet. And peace and the F away. out. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do with all those plushies? <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure I gave them to my friend Kimberly, hmm. uh, who was a, a big Neopets fan. I think still plays. And a big AIM fan. And, and AIM aficionado. <laughs> and so, uh, and this will be uh, a good way to close this out. So the next year, and this was the last year I went to the licensing expo before I moved to Las Vegas. I went to the convention. Wait, what? Hmm? Moved to Las Vegas? So uh, I only attended two years. Then the next year, it was held in Las Vegas. Oh, I thought you said you moved there. I was like, what part oh. of your life was this? Where was I? <laughs> oh, man, that would have been that would have been interesting. No, no, for <laughs> me, it was uh, cheap New York to Boston buses. Okay, got it. So second year of licensing, licensing expo. Last year, I attended. Went back. Neopets was there. And I'm like, I got this. <laughs> uh, and lo and behold, it's the same guy handing out plushies. And he's like, not you again. So it wasn't plushies this time. It was actually Neocash. So this was gold to me. Is that the same as Neopoints? It was their premium currency, I think. Like you had to pay legit money for this. And that was still the age where I didn't want to pay real money for anything. So uh, it was super cool. You mean that's still your age now? Yeah, that's still my age now. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, I have paid money for some free-to-play games. Well. Yeah. I've paid money for one free-to-play game, Tribes Ascend. Ugh, it's not even League. It's not even League. No, Ugh. I've been gifted. I, I think Mikey actually gifted me all the RP I've ever had. I think you might have given me one, too. Well, it pales in comparison to the week gift you gave me, which I really gave myself, but I still think of it as you giving it to me, that TPA Oriana. Oh, gosh. Wow, what a time. I don't want to steal your thunder. You were telling another story. <laughs> okay, they'll, they'll dovetail into our next episode. So I come back to this booth. Different games, different high scores, no plushies this time, but there is Neocash. So I'm like, I got this done. I brought my friend Brian, again, an AIM buddy. <laughs> AIM and Neopets. Instead of Netflix and chill. <laughs> we play the game. We win. We're given uh, Neocash. And the guy there says, as he's giving us the cards, oh, you're back. And I'm like, what? No, I mean, this is this is my first time. I would never violate your one card or one, one redemption per uh, visit policy. And he's like, no. Like, you're back from last year. Oh my god, it really was the guy. It was the guy. Wow, you had such a good poker face when I said that. And he freaking remembered me. <laughs> of course he remembered you. After all the trouble you caused him the year before. <laughs> oh man, like that blew my mind. Nowadays, I would totally strike up a conversation with that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, would've... you'd probably ask for his autograph and a picture. <laughs> yeah, I would have asked him to sign that Neocash card. Oh man, at the time I was just floored. But those kinds of interactions that stick with you, 
those are the ones I adore at conventions. And that's that's really why I keep going back. Yeah, I just wish I could see Rebecca again. Go down to the little white church. <laughs> Do you want to link that? The video? Sure. Yeah. Everyone can see video. my awful dancing. <laughs> Me taking it down to the little white church with Rebecca, who was a, uh, I don't want to call her a booth babe, but she was a, what are they called at the, an exhibitor for. I usually say like booth attendant. Okay. Booth <laughs> attendant for what? I don't even know what that game was. Some was dancing, like, country like, dancing game. Yeah. Like it wasn't, uh, I don't think it was a Dance Central, was it? No, 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 no. It was some I like gotta... doohickey, backwater. Yeah. I can look this up. Sure. <laughs> you just want to eat your keyboard. Did you have it this episode? Yep. Country Dance Connect? Country Dance All-Stars? There are several of these? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I know. I can search for Little White Church Xbox. Yeah, just do Google. Google knows everything. Country Dance All-Stars. All right. Well, so I played Country Dance All-Stars with Rebecca, the booth attendant, and uh, we took it down to the Little White Church together. And that was probably <laughs> one of my favorite PAX memories ever, just dancing in public and basically being ridiculous. But she got really into it with me. She really which, did. Which is what made it so fun. She did not need to play it with you, but she did. Yep. She played it with me and we just went all in. You were like ribbing each other. It was it was great. It was like we knew each other for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, like, that that's just like a golden experience of PAX in my mind. Me too. Especially because that Country Dance All-Stars booth was, like, in the most remote corner yep. of the floor. It was literally tucked in, like, underneath the escalators. Yep. Away from literally everything else. You had to say, I see this full convention and all of these booths. I'm going to turn around. And see if there's anything behind me first before I do any of that. What were we even doing over there anyway? It may have been a meeting point because it was significantly <laughs> less crowded. Yeah. yeah. But I think I also I also did want to make the loop. Well, whatever. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Like finds like those. Those are the best. That is the truth. All right. And that's a great episode of Spectre. Yo yo. <laughs> no! God damn it, Frisbee! Shut up! No!